Welcome to episode 8 of Mike's Mental Models. Today, base rates and intuition. More new intro music for this episode of Mike's Mental Models. And the reason we start out with Megan Trainer's song is because... We also want to start off with the base rate. The base rate is a great place to begin when you're making decisions. But much like a good sandwich, it needs to be balanced with intuition. Sometimes this is called the inside and the outside view, where base rates are the outside view and your intuition is the inside view. But we want to keep in mind that it's a balance between these two things. Much like a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you need the right amount. Too much jelly in the sandwich is soggy. Too much peanut butter and you'll labor to chew it up and eat it. But a good balance is wonderfully satiating. And that's true for our decisions too. The first really good example I saw of this balance between the inside and the outside view or between base rates and intuition is from Bill Simmons. And he did an NBA preview podcast where he talked with his friend Joe House. And Simmons is both a basketball insider and an outsider. He has connections to front offices in the league like general manager of the Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey, and others. And Simmons regularly implies that he can reach out to those people, that he does reach out to those people, that he talks to league executives, and he gets the inside scoop on what teams are doing or what the league is doing. But he's also an outsider. Simmons gets news from Twitter. He reads other sportscasters. He talks to his peers. And Simmons balances base rates and intuition pretty well. Here's a brief clip of his Eastern Conference preview when he's talking about his favorite team, the Boston Celtics. They were 20 and 10 down the stretch last year. They were an above 500 team as soon as they got Isaiah Thomas. And they have a lot of depth. And I also think Marcus Smart's going to have a big jump this year. I just think he's going to be a lot better. Actually, I like the coach. I, I just, this team's built for a regular season, like 47 to 48 win type of season. I really feel so that. that. So this is a nice example from Bill Simmons where he talks about both his intuition that he thinks somebody is going to be a good player this upcoming season and that he uses base rates like how many games the team won last year and how they finished the end of the previous season with a roster that reflects the roster they had this season. So how can we think like this? There's actually a number of obstacles to thinking like this and I think it's part of the reason that Simmons is especially good at his predictions, or at least his system for predictions. Some of the limitations we have are the unknown unknowns. Daniel Kahneman was working on a new textbook with a lot of smart people, and he wrote in his book, Thinking Fast and Slow, that they thought they could get it done in two years, and it ended up taking a lot longer than that. Part of the problem was that they failed to see some of the obstacles that would come up when they were working on it. Kahneman writes, the divorces, the illness, the crisis of coordination with bureaucracies that delayed the work could not be anticipated. So he recognizes that there are unknown unknowns, things that will pop up and that you can't predict. So 
you have to balance intuition and base rates to kind of get past some of those unknown unknowns. We also tend to overestimate what we know. This is called the Dunning-Kruger effect. And the idea is that we think we know more than we do know. This hampers our intuition because maybe we won't seek out the base rate because we think we know more than we really do. Physicist Richard Feynman said, you must not fool yourself when you are the easiest person to fool. So how do we do this? How do we go about using base rates and intuition to create something that brings us to better decisions, that helps us make better decisions? To start, let's talk about the base rate. I'm all about that base, about that base. Our goal is to find what Daniel Kahneman calls a reference class. We need to figure out in what situations does this actually happen? What is typical for this thing that we're looking at? In one article from Bloomberg.com, a journalist wrote that the failure rate for businesses over five years was 40%. So that's the rate that we should go off of if we're thinking about starting a business. That we have less than the flip of a coin's chance that our business will succeed. And this is good because it gets us past some of our intuition that we're going to be different. We saw in episode 6 about the survivor bias that our intuition, our self-knowledge, our self-belief can sometimes skew us for what the actual outcomes are. In that episode, we talked about how the survivor bias is a lock on the door of alternative histories. And alternative histories give us a good distribution about what typically happens. So for small businesses, the success rate is less than 50-50, and that's a good place to start. Kahneman's story about writing a textbook is another example of this. His group thought that it would take two years to finish the book. And early on in the project, he asked a curriculum expert who had worked with groups like his many times over about how long it might take. And Kahneman recalls him saying, you know, not all the teams at a stage comparable to ours even complete their task. A substantial fraction of the teams ended up failing to finish the job. Kahneman wrote that this left him anxious and worried about his group. So he asked the director, okay, so for groups that are like ours or similar to ours, how long does it take? And the curriculum expert said that, well, their group was a little below average and that he couldn't think of a group that finished in less than seven years. And the value of this, Kahneman says in hindsight, was that they should have quit. They should have at least considered declaring defeat because they weren't ready to commit seven years. His group thought that they were going to commit two years to redo this textbook, to write this. And if they had known at the start that this was a seven-year project rather than a two-year project, they probably wouldn't have done it. And that's the value of getting a base rate, is it starts you off on the right foot. And once we start to think in terms of base rates, we can see them throughout our lives. Our navigation apps give us a base rate for travel time. Our investment prospectus gives us an expected base rate for returns. Our kitchen remodeler gives us an estimate that can be the base rate or the expected cost of what the project is going to be. And then 
What Kahneman suggests is that we extrapolate from there. We start with the base rate and then adjust up or down as needed. Anyone who's had home remodels done understands that the estimate in dollars and time is much more likely to go up than what our remodeler quoted us at the beginning. Our investment prospectus gives us expected returns, but we know based on the riskiness, based on the volatility of the portfolio we choose, things can go up or down according to that. And then our navigation apps have actually gotten pretty good at estimating times and traffic and things like that. But we know that if it takes us 13 hours, we're not going to make it in 8. And there's a chance that might go up to 16. But the base rate is only one part of this. We also have our intuition. And how we use that is equally valuable. Bill Simmons acts like a local fan and sometimes misses the cue. Dan Kahneman underestimated how long it would take to write a textbook. And Jeffrey Skilling thought Enron could only exceed. Now, these three cases are cherry-picked to show the mistakes with taking the inside view, the mistakes with only using our intuition. But our intuition actually works really well in some situations. Right now, summer is just around the corner, and people are going to be grilling food outside. Grilling food and cooking is a great example of when you should use your intuition. Chefs and people who cook a lot use their noses as much as their eyes. They use their touch. There's this trick with cooking meat, where if you touch your index finger to the palm of your hand, it has one degree of firmness. And yet if you touch your middle finger, it has a different degree of firmness. And your ring finger and your pinky and so on. And each of those corresponds to a certain doneness of meat. So our intuition works really well. We may want to use a base rate to know how long to cook something for. But that's an area where our intuition can easily take over. So the question is, when do we use intuition and when do we rely on base rates? Well, first of all, we're probably using intuition a bit too much. Dan Kahneman says, quote, There are classes of decisions where following your gut is a good idea, but it's a fairly limited class, much more limited than most people think. So our intuition is good, but maybe not as good as we expect it is. Generally, our gut feelings or our intuitions work in simple or complicated situations with a limited range of outcomes that you've seen many times over. Firefighters, for example, have great intuition for certain situations. Cooks, athletes, and non-traders on Wall Street all have pretty good intuition. A historical example was Napoleon, who had great intuition about aggressive campaigns, but not defensive ones. Fabius Maximus was the opposite, where his intuition on defensive campaigns was premier. Our intuition works in situations we are familiar with, in situations where the same thing tends to happen over and over, and where the stakes aren't too high. Kahneman says that when things get big and complicated, you should probably start to switch to the base rate. Other areas where you should look at the base rate are maybe like investing, the actual picking of stocks. It's why people like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Jason Zweig all advocate for passive investing because that's not a situation where the same thing happens over and over. Gambling on horse races or sports is another area where it's good to know your base rate ahead of time. 
Charlie Munger marvels that the house can take 17% off the top and people can still beat it. The people are still able to succeed, but not many people are. And when we aren't experts in something with regular repeatable results, that can be a dangerous situation for us. Other examples are businesses that are suspect to trends that are unpredictable. Cupcake restaurants have given way to froyo restaurants, which will probably yield to these green juice bars that are popping up. So you could be an excellent operator, you could run a restaurant really well, but if the success of the restaurant is based on the whims of the public, that's not something you can predict. If you have full control in a familiar domain and know where all the pieces are, intuition works fine. If you have limited control in a novel domain and don't know the details, base rates will serve you better. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mike's Mental Models. Well, that's very nice. Thank you very much. Now, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? It's leave, you idiot. Make like a tree and leave. You sound like a damn fool when you say it wrong. All right, then, leave and take your book with you.